0: Hi everyone, my name is Praja Gill and I'm your host from the Aware Panel. The Aware Panel is a weekly podcast which talks about different societal issues ranging from racism, climate change, mental health, homeschooling, businesses and so much more. We believe that society needs to change and with more awareness to these topics we continue to talk about it. If you want to be a guest on my show, please go to the website www.theawarepanel.com or even DM us on Instagram at theawarepanel. And yes, make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to listen to the next 25 episodes of Season 2. And also listen to the 25 episodes on Season 1 as we already had so many amazing people coming on. Today we have Margaret. Who has a Bachelor's of Science degree from the University of Buffalo and a Master's of Art in Pastoral Ministry from Christ the King Seminary in East Aurora, New York? She is a former chaplain and now an enthusiastic minister. She literally walks a walk on picket lines to help keep the issue of woman orientation and church accountability on the pre sexual abuse issue at the forefront of any Catholic attention. She believes that any Catholic deserves a minimum or least of truth from Rome, as opposed to the continual outright deception they are receiving. She is a member of Call to Action, Future Church, Roman Catholic Woman Priest, Woman Orientation Conference and SNAP which is the survivors networks of those abused by priests, Buffalo Central Terminal, Perservation Buffalo, Nigeria and Western New York land conservatory margaret mary is the recipient of the special award of achievement from the dale Comedry public speaking course she also enjoyed gardening pieties and reading or watching mystery shows she was such an inspiration to listen to and hearing how feminism can be contributing fat for women not being priests these days in the catholic church and we not just speak about the Catholic Church we speak about all different religions so this was very interesting to listen so I hope you enjoy it guys hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the aware panel today we have Margaret who is a Bachelor of Science degree from the University of Buffalo, a Master's in Art in Pastoral Ministry from Christ the King Seminary of East Aurora, New York. She's also a former chaplain and now an infusion minister. So, Margaret, do you want to introduce yourself in a bit more detail?
1: Oh, sure, Pratt. Hello, everyone. Uh, I am a regular Catholic. Um, we're referred to as the laity in the Catholic Church. And I Had an unbelievably incredible discovery, which really hit me personally and involves my uh, faith life. Uh, I've been a Catholic since the 1950s, and we were told there simply never were any woman priests uh, within our own Catholic Church's history. And first of all, I just want to let everyone know the information that I am telling you about this morning is definitely factual in nature. It comes from biblical research. And my wonderful discovery was I was reading a book by John Winchgaard, The Ordination of Women in the Catholic Church, and there were indeed not only woman priests, there were women bishops and women deacons within the early history of the Catholic Church. And the most fascinating discovery This man actually has a chapter in his book on Mary, Mother of God. And I just, I couldn't believe it. I'm I'm looking at this and I got so excited. And I I think I threw the book up in the air. And then I had to pick it up and I had to re-look at the words. Because you have to remember, since the time I was little, I was always told, uh, no, there never were women priests in our church. Mary, Mother of God, was indeed a woman priest. Her name was Mary Priest, and her title was the model for all priesthood in the Catholic Church.
0: That's quite interesting, actually, to think about. And, yeah, because there's so many religions today as well, I think that, like, showcasing your beliefs and your passions into today's episode is really amazing, actually.
1: Oh, well, thank you, because uh, it's just... Uh, no matter what your faith life is, if you're involved in it, it's obviously something very personable to you. And it's just not something you do on a weekend, maybe, you know, like making a a requirement that you should go to Mass on a weekend. It's part of your everyday life. And you talk about a transformation. uh, In the Catholic Church, you have to remember For boys, boys and girls are both baptized. So we then receive uh, confirmation, the Holy Spirit, and as well, we're able to receive communion. But the cutoff line is for any woman that if she ever had aspirations to actually be a woman priest, well, obviously, um, we just can't do that. Yet, if you grow up as a boy in the Catholic Church, you're constantly seeing these men priests on the altar, and you have models even within your uh, family. Maybe uh, Uncle uh, Joseph was a priest, or um, maybe uh, Uncle Ryan was a bishop, or Christopher was a, a cardinal. But you take that idea and you bring it over to the woman in the church. What happened to our own religious heritage? We don't have that same religious heritage. We don't have Mary, Betty, you know, being a priest, being a a woman bishop. And this information Hopefully, to Catholics, Christians out there, I want to really, basically initiate a worldwide conversation on the truth of this issue. We have every right, uh, as well, to be woman uh, priests, woman bishops, woman deacons, and you have to remember back this goes what I'm speaking to goes to the early history of our church, and I always wondered, gee, why didn't our Catholic Church hierarchy recognize its own early church history? Well, there's your answer because within that early church history you have these wonderful skeletons that basically have been hiding there for centuries within the shadows of the Catholic Church, and yet unfortunately, there are so many Catholics today that are very reticent to hear about this truth. It basically always has been one way. And that one way is that they're definitively, according to to the hierarchy, there never were women in any type of religious roles. And when I'm out picketing, and as well with other ladies, we It's very personal, let's say, when you're up there, you really get the pulse of this issue. And uh, some people are very vocal. Some people really, uh, they get upset. They're basically telling us uh, where we can go. I won't go any further, but (laughs) it, it does get heated at times. And we're basically out there in a sense Providing this, this wonderful information and um it's not always being accepted <laughs> in the in the right spirit, I'll leave it that way. But I mean it's so sad because I want all the listeners out there to realize whether you're a woman and you don't want to be a priest, you still What does this mean that this information was never divulged to you? It means that your own church has betrayed your own trust. And I'll tell you, that was very hard for me. And I can only imagine for um, other listeners out there, when you come to that realization that of all places, well, I mean, years ago, I grew up like in the 50s and the 60s. It it just was that at least you knew your church. This was one place where you were going to get the truth, and it, it it's just such a. It, we remember Jesus talking about the Pharisees as the hypocrites. Well, uh, we we'll turn that around to our church uh, hierarchy, and and some people out there will maybe be saying, "Well, how insolent can I get?" Or you know. So, but seriously, these men, and I, I do call them so-called men of God, because their behavior is not narrowing Jesus' behavior at all. I mean, when they outright lie, did, did we know Jesus to lie? Did we know Jesus to... Um, Uh, cover up information? I think not. Um, So I basically was in a situation where I had to decide, am I just going to be resigned to the fact that, yes, I was lied to, I was deceived, or is there somehow I could do something to perhaps change this around? And that really gave me the impetus towards the thought of, of writing a book because I'm only one person. And out of the millions of Catholics, whether we're here in the U.S. or, um, you know, abroad, worldwide, they absolutely have never heard of this uh, wonderful truth. They don't even realize that there's an the end, And, I mean, it, when you look at it, Anyway, from my perspective, I mean, it just gets mind boggling, and then, as well, to have these officials still uh, reiterating that no, we don't have a woman priest in our history. And if I was to go out and ask um take a survey among Catholics um uh, uh, who is Kale? who was Lida? Uh, they were woman priests. Um, of course, we've heard of um, Sophia and Phoebe, but there were there were other. There were uh, Maria and Theodora. They were uh, women deacons, or um, the woman apostles. That opens up a whole other thing. Um, we all have heard the one story of Jesus sending out the twelve apostles, the twelve male apostles to represent the 12 tribes of Israel. Well, this woman did biblical research, and lo and behold, there's a concept called the concept of apostleship. And it stated that who were apostles? They were anyone that was sent out uh, officially by a community or by the risen one himself. So now this gives credence when you get into the biblical research and you see beyond Mary Magdala there were other women uh, apostles.
0: Definitely, like, you know, um, with the whole thing about women's priests and stuff like that, it's incredible how like this been progress moved along, like it seemed like a long time ago, it's, it was a really pr- prominent thing and now it's Like I even see sometimes in the education system how like maybe for a university admissions RS and like like religious studies are like the lowest and thesis and like all of that um yeah it's the lowest um woman taking that subject and religion does hold a lot of place in people's hearts and that's why like women priests should be risen a lot more like as you said with like all these iconic um, women priests out there definitely
1: yeah and isn't that sad that there isn't the interest in the studies well again but really that speaks to the truth of women really not being able to to relate because you know no offense but why should we as women some people might be offended but you know um rush out and take studies like this if we know, well, gee, there's, that was all, the males did this row. The males were the bishops. They were, you know what I mean? They were the priests. And there's this, like, um, separation. And there was this one uh, apostle for years. uh, He was called Junia. And here again, The research found that no, this Junia was actually a woman apostle. So there, you know, the more they they dig into this, there is uh, that definite credence there, and it really makes sense when you hear of other women's names like Susan, Susanna, um, the you're wondering, well, wait a minute, how could she be an apostle when Jesus only sent out the 12? So again, it's, it's giving uh, credence to the, the factual nature of this um, information.
0: Definitely. And I also think like maybe things like feminism could pay a contribution towards like rising women priests in Catholic churches, because like these days, it's more about feminism and women paving the way. Towards like liberation, and one thing that is very segregated today is like priests in churches. Because usually when I see Catholic priests, they're usually men, white men, like old people as well. it's it's just a stereotype, but I think like now women are starting to push to become Catholic priests, which is a good move to make. And as you said, there's certain names that can contribute towards that like susan for example and something like that to be honest so i think it's quite cool how times has changed for sure
1: yes and that's that's a major problem that we were you know talking about that connection that that women don't really have because obviously they've never heard about these uh ladies because within our church anyway the catholic church there's so much of that lectionary that is completely omitted that you just never uh, hear about. So when they do change this, that women can be priests, there still will be a lot of ladies, or even before that, that they might think, well, gee, why should I get involved in this issue? Okay, you're telling me uh, Mary was a priest. But let 's face it, what does that really mean to me today in my own um life? In other words, what importance is that you know i've got x z things to do and until these women you know really start to learn about these other women and 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 the truth of this, they will be unfortunately very reticent to uh, to even get involved uh, in this issue. But I just want to assure them, so many times, even the Catholic Church will say, if you start talking about this issue of woman priest, oh no, we can't start a new tradition. Well, it was the early church fathers themselves that removed woman from their previous positions as priests, deacons, and bishops. So it's not starting a new tradition. It would actually be bringing back something which was already there within our early uh, church's history. And that's, as I say, that's one of the big points. And then another thing is the church will use, they will bring up the word feminism and as well, the word power. Anytime we start talking about woman priests, and again, they use both of them in obviously a negative connotation, it it's almost seems like it's something like to take the emphasis off of what why women want to be priests. Women want to be able to express their spirituality fully, just like the men do. Uh, I mean, let's face it, if Pope Francis had the call, if he really thought about it, how would he feel if, oh, no, um, that's wonderful that you have a call, but you're a man. So, <laughs> no, you you can't do that. Only the woman can do that. You know, you just wish at times they could just even momentarily... Um, get a glimpse you know what i mean to, to to try to
0: understand where women are
1: coming with this issue
0: oh definitely like as you like literally said like why do you have to be a male to become a priest why do you have to become a male for anything like literally why do you have to be like a female to do certain stuff things are just segregated these days and it applies to everything but particularly in the religion area because many women i know many women i'm going to speak to this about all religions but i think for all religions women tend to be more of the believer of god and like they usually follow god whereas men tend to not do that and so it doesn't make sense why men would lead for example a church or lead like an institution, a religious institution, like overall. But for a Catholic church, why do men have to do it? Just because it may be in the Bible saying something about men should do this. But I think that it's, I think that women should pave the way because they would have more knowledge about it because they're more of a follower of God, they believe in it more. That's what just statistics say overall. And I don't know. What is your opinion about this?
1: Yeah, that's interesting that you say that, uh, you know, that the statistics uh, show that. I wasn't aware of that, but now I forgot the point I was going to (laughs) make. But I want to go back in the early church and let you realize that there were actually five reasons that the church always contends, and they, they say they're biblical reasons, why woman explicitly uh, can never be a priest. And the latest biblical research goes through each point, and they say that indeed they were all cultural prejudice was at work here. In other words, these five biblical reasons aren't really biblical. And the first one is that men couldn't believe that woman could ever be made in. Uh, the image of God. They saw woman, well, obviously they had dominion over woman, and basically they saw woman as really nothing. And they, they just couldn't get beyond that, you know, how, how could they ever be made uh, in, you know, Jesus's uh, image. But yet, if you go back in the Bible, Galatians 3.28, there is no man or woman. All are one in Christ or even in Genesis 1.27. God made them woman and man in the divine image. And you just wonder, you know, like even going up till today, the current hierarchy, they've just disavowed Jesus' own um, biblical words. So we are definitely, of course, equal um, to man. And then the second reason is You'll hear like uh, Timothy 2, um, 12, or uh, 1 Corinthians 14, verses 34, 35. And there's this idea that, um, you know, women were told that they never could teach in the church. And they looked at this, and they're actually back uh, at the time, there was a common law, and it said because of woman's mental instability and emotional distress that they could never be out. I mean, how could they be out in public teaching if they had this <laughs> this malady? But of course, isn't it interesting that this situation affected women more than uh, men? And then the third belief was that woman ca- carried. Uh, Eve's sin. And you have to go way back into Genesis and again, this was you know proven that it was basically cultural bias. But the men saw a woman, obviously as not the best stellar candidates for the priesthood because they uh, carried sin with them. But amazingly, there were perfect candidates within uh, the congregation. Uh, to be priest, and of course that was the men. And then Jesus, uh, by him picking only the 12 male apostles, that was seen at that time to mean from not only at that time, but as well into the future, that Jesus uh, never uh, wanted a woman to uh, be priest. and. They looked at the culture, the the Israel culture at that time, was purely patristic. And uh, Jesus knew. I mean, there was no way he was going to pick 12 women. That just wouldn't fly back at that time. And then the last point was that because Jesus was a male, well, we need have to have only males during the uh, consecration, during the Eucharistic celebration. So my question to the Catholic Church hierarchy today is, in lieu of this new biblical research, why haven't you come out with some sort of a statement saying that these five biblical reasons, you know, preventing women from becoming priests, are actually cultural in nature? Well, we know why they haven't come out. (laughs)
0: no so interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. definitely definitely and uh, <laughs> yeah so I'm just gonna end this podcast right here because that was actually so interesting like hearing about how like like religion can affect women being a priest in the Catholic Church and everything like that so I'm just gonna close this right here and thank you Margaret for coming on to my show do you want to promote something like I heard that you got a book out um. My book is
1: Scandal in the Shadows, The Original Priest, Mother Mary. And at my website, uh, if the readers are interested, they can read uh, chapter four. There's a thing there. They can download that. And then as well, I have a petition on there. And if you feel that it was wrong for the Catholic Church in 1927 to remove Mary's title as Mary Priest, if you could you know, sign that. It's your conscience, or if you feel today that the Catholic Church hierarchy should recognize um, woman's uh, equality as being uh, an important issue. And as well, I just want to uh, let your listeners, um, with the final thought, that back in 1976, the Pope has a commission, the Pontifical Biblical Commission, they studied the issue of woman priest and they came out and they definitively said there is no reason why woman can't be priest today and they basically sat on that information.
0: Great, perfect. Like I agree with you, like definitely. I signed up petition for sure because definitely like like literally today women needs to become priest because they must have more information about like the religion as a whole and even religion influencing that women shouldn't be priests is something we all should stand up for so thank you mary for coming on and yeah guys make sure if you haven't subscribed to us already subscribe to us on apple podcast spotify and other streaming platforms you may be listening on and also if you want to become a guest visit my website com and go into the become a guest section and fill in the application form and i'll get back to you so thank you so much everyone everyone for listening and take care guys see you guys later bye thank you everyone for watching today's episode i'm really glad that you loved the episode and i hope that the episode brought more awareness to you and you learned something new so hope that's still in place thank you once again for listening if you haven't already please put a review up on our apple podcast and show some support as well by sharing it on your social media platforms and we have next week episode to come through so Make sure you listen every Thursday at 3pm on software such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify and other things like that. So we're going to see you in another episode, guys.